Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, dear Kevin. Happy New Year to you. This is our first uh, show of 2022. And we're opening up the right way. <laughs> What's the right way? What I just did. <laughs> singing. Singing. To the world. Is that like, does that mean like we need to incorporate singing in every episode going forward? Yep. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got to say about that. You know, I used to lead, I used to help lead worship at the Leesburg Church of Christ. Ooh, is that what, never mind. The, you, you, that's what you're thinking right now is why I don't lead it anymore. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. No, I, I, thank you, Matt Willen. I used to play, I played guitar, uh, and helped lead worship. And, uh, one day they came to me and they said, Hey, listen, you know, we love you, but, uh, we, we don't want you doing this anymore. And I said, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this is the response I've been trying to get from you guys sooner than this. Yeah. 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 We needed this a long time ago, y'all. But <laughs> well, no. welcome back uh, to LCC's Pursuit of Purpose, everybody. Uh, this is the new year 2022. Last episode we did was roughly a month or so ago. Was it? I Roughly. I mean, I, I feel like... Well, three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. It was a couple days before Christmas. Yeah. So you're right. Three weeks. Yeah. So and that was the first. That was the first show that I was not a participant. That's true. Everybody else has missed here and there, but that was the first one I was not a participant. Yeah, that's right. And I will say, I and I, I, I don't know that I have said this. Maybe I have said this. You know, on on the show before. My favorite episode would be the one that I. I wasn't, I didn't participate in. And I got to say, man, like, even if that wasn't already stated, it probably still would be one of my favorite episodes. It was fantastic. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, so moving on from that, you're getting a little, little, uh, to what I love you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mushy <laughs> on me. There you go. Mushy's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, we have a few things in the show we're going to try to bring to you tonight. And Number one being Bengals in the playoffs. Bengals in the playoffs. Who day? What, what, what are the chances you give them? I'm giving them 100%, dude. That's how much faith I have in Jackpot Joey Burrow. Okay, but you're an Eagles fan, so like I trust you about as far as I can throw you. Yeah, that's true. Eagles. Did, did, did the Eagles make it? Eagles made it. I thought they did. <laughs> Who did they got first round? Uh, the Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be short-lived. <laughs> but, dude, uh, that's a big deal because that team did not look good at the beginning of the season. No. No, they did not. And, uh, again, I mean, you know, there's a lot of – you got the top echelon of teams, and then you've got, you know, everybody else, and everybody else is kind of – I mean, there's a lot of teams that are kind of in that that same record that the Eagles were in, but – Honestly, man, like impressive down the stretch, and yeah. and if there's a team in the NFC like that, I think the Buccaneers should be scared of. 
I do think it's the Eagles. They got like, nothing I'm not to lose, just man. saying that. Yeah, yeah, they've got nothing to lose. Strong They're, running game. Yes, very strong run. They can slow things down. Yep. You know, they if they can if they can keep it tight, man. As long as they don't let Tom Brady run a two minute drill at the end of the game, <laughs> yes. they're good. <laughs> pull, pull pull a pull a Cincinnati Bengals versus Kansas City Chiefs deal where yes, just, just don't give it back to Mahomes at the end of the game. It. That's right, man. Yeah, the Bengals. I'm excited for that one. That'll be uh, that'll be a fun one to watch. You know, I'm I'm really, and I know we can't like go down this this rabbit hole too far. Uh, because we're probably already losing. Um, this will be the after show. <laughs> that we're already losing listeners as we talk. Uh, and they're just ticking off. Tick tick. Um, but uh, but the the Raiders. It is so where I'm where I'm like I want, like I I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. I have been a Cincinnati Bengals fan yeah. since 2000, um, and I. I want them to win 100%. But I am a huge David Carr fan. Or, I mean, uh, uh, Derek. Derek Carr. Yeah. Huge. Hu- same. Like, that guy is legit. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm not talking football. I'm talking, like, he is a good man. Like, yeah. godly man mm-hmm. is humble. It, they've been, of course, because they're in the playoffs and it's kind of become a thing. Like they show, have showed some videos of him in like the huddle where he's like nonchalantly talking to the other team as he's calling out his his progressions and all that stuff <laughs> at the line. Yeah. Hey, such and such, how you doing, buddy? And then he does something in the progression. Da 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 da. Like <laughs> seriously, like he is just such a yeah. good guy. Yeah. And he's a Christian, and his. His story has been, you know, he's been in the league, uh, how many years? Close to a decade, I feel I like. I think you're right. And the one year he took the Raiders to the playoffs, gets a broken leg or something. Yeah. You know, ends up missing the playoff game that they played in that year. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, just they've had, the, the Raiders have always been up and down and just struggling, struggling, struggling. And then this season, okay, they lose their head coach. Uh, they battle a bunch of different things. One of their uh, star receivers is essentially going to prison for, you know, for for vehicular man- manslaughter. Yeah. Um. I mean, they have been through the ringer. You know, just moved to Las Vegas two years ago. Like, this team has been through the ringer yeah. and made the playoffs by the skin of their teeth. Um. You know, with an interim coach. Gosh, man, what a story! You yeah, know, really cool story. It's hard to root against that. I'm just saying, it is. I, it even is, as man. a Bengals fan, it's hard to root against that. But I do hope they lose. Yes, yes, me yeah. too, me too, yeah. me too. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's been it's been kind of a crazy three weeks. Um, I don't know why this popped up in my in my head. It was right before we mentioned the Bengals, but when Nelson and I did our show, uh, we talked about some of the people that we lost in 2021. Um, just like more or less like famous people, um, not like, you know, celebrities, but people like Colin Powell, like very widely respected people, yep. dude, Betty White and John Madden and since, then, since and our then, last episode. And then Bob Saget. Yes. Oh, that was, yeah. Two days ago. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. Man. I know, man. Like I, we were talking cause they did that special on John Madden, uh, on Christmas Day, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a, a special uh, just on the video game, and there's just people just being interviewed about John Madden. 
Um, and then just like not too long later, like he's gone. And then Betty White, like, yeah. And the, you know, you you almost get lulled into thinking these people are just going to live forever. You know what I'm saying? Because because they've been around so long, they've been icons for so long. You know, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. Some of the some of the some of the people that have 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 gone on since then. You're right, and just really really like cool people too, and just. I mean, I, it, it, even if they weren't Christians, I feel like, you know, the way Betty White lived her life, she was so energetic. Like, it was hard not to see God in her. No, I you know. know. Yeah, <laughs> just her humor, the way that she yeah. carried herself. Like, you know, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So, uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, got a couple news stories okay. along with that. Yeah. I know we're kind of we're going back and forth with some things here, but... It's all well and good. Um, another thing happened. I thought it was kind of neat on New Year's Day uh, was they launched the Webb Telescope. Have you heard about this? So, I mean, just I, I had not. You had mentioned it a little bit before, and we were just kind of kicking around some stuff on it. <clears throat> so explain this, because even, even in our conversation beforehand, like what is it? What does it do? So it's the most powerful telescope ever invented by man. And it was just recently created. Correct. Well, they've been working on it for years and years. Right, right, right. And they just recently shot it up into space on New Year's Day. Okay. So it's past the moon now. And essentially what it's doing is is looking at uh, exosystems way, 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 way off from us. Further right? than we've ever been able to see before. Further than we've ever been able to see, even with the Hubble telescope. So they're looking at galaxies that are 25,000 light years away. And the whole premise of this telescope, from what they say, is to uh, make it as if they were looking back into time. Because when we, when, and again, these are very smart physicists saying this, but when we look at stars up in the sky, those stars are essentially, you know, 25,000 light years away. Right. It takes 25,000 years for that light to get to us. Right. To see. We see it with our eyes, right? right? Right. So the premise of it is they're, they're saying that even though that light is, you know, taking all that time to get to us, um, we can look at it and determine certain things based off the wavelengths that are coming at us, like how old that galaxy is, uh, or, or of course, how long that light is taking to get to us. So, ipso facto, they're they're essentially just saying that like it can be a look back into time. It's almost like a a visual time machine hmm. for scientists now. It's crazy. And and you brought up a good point about you know what are the implications of that for even us as believers? Right. It's interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, one of the big debates <clears throat> in theology has been, like, all right, does God know the future? You know, is he, is his is his knowledge infinite in, in that sense to, to the point where he, he knows everything that will come, you know, down to the, you know, every hair that falls off of your head on the ground? Like, is that every cell of your body that, you know, that breaks down and falls off? You know, every flake of skin... You know, whatever does he does he know that does he see that or is God in time and does he react? You know, to these things as we move through time. But but this that telescope just saying okay, this this thing can be this far away and see there can see the past. I, 
I don't know. I, maybe it has no implication at all. Maybe it's silly because as, as you think about it, like and try to get it down, you either your mind just goes blah, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, those people are way smarter than us. <laughs> but it sounds to me like that might be another good stump the preacher episode. Oh jeez, <laughs> you might get it, it done. You might get it done that time. That. <laughs> there might be absolute stumping going on. But but I also think like with that, like I'm a nerd. I like that type of stuff. I just. I find it amazing that God gives us humans even the ability to do something like that. Like we we off we take that stuff for granted. Like even when I fly, I'm like, man, I'm sitting up in a plane thirty five thousand feet in the air that someone invented and you know improved upon, and I'm flying, man. Like and and God gave someone that ability yeah, to do absolutely. that. Absolutely. I mean, the the cool thing is like you see like. In the Old Testament, special ability given to certain individuals to do certain tasks, especially in the building of the temple, you see that, and you see God grant, you know, certain certain people that have skills in in different crafting or or you know in in in, in some kind of workmanship of some kind to to be able to do this thing exceptionally well. Well, the ark, yeah, yeah, he created, but but he created us for the for that purpose you know he created us to do things he created us to invent and create you know other things he he created us to bring order to chaos and you know with that you know we're we're we can discover and learn and grow in our understanding of of the world and and galaxies and and the universe and all of creation more and more as we understand it more and so it again you know, it seems like it's the church versus science in so many ways, and it's not, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think science doesn't always approach it, you know, the way that it should. You know, I, I feel like we've got, if, you, if you're the best scientist, I think, is one who says, I start with God. And I work backwards from there because this is the absolute. This is this is this is where we start. And so, if this is this is God, then okay, let's work back from that. And I think if you had scientists that could truly do that and work that into their science, like it would be unbelievable. Some of yeah. the things that 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 it would that it would bring to light. But it's it's neat to see this kind of this kind of a step and what it can mean for you know understanding you know things that we've never even seen before. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting point. A little top down, top down design, absolutely approach to it. So that's cool. So uh, I got one more question for you, Kevin. Okay, before we get to the nitty gritty, all right, the meat and potatoes, if you will. <laughs> uh, I will. Tortoises. Okay. How old is the oldest tortoise? Well, I know they can get ever, ever, ever recorded. How do they determine its age? I don't know. They probably take the web telescope to its shell or something. <laughs> Look at little rings like a tree. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So I know that they can go up to 100 years. Correct. Old. old. Just throw out a number. How many years? Just tell me. Okay. So how many? Okay. Uh, gosh, I don't know. 120. Up. Got one more guess. Uh, like, is it much more up? I mean, I think that's a pretty relative question. <laughs> Just throw out a number, man. Two hundred, almost one hundred ninety. Are you serious? Yeah, one hundred ninety years old. 
you know, like sharks, they can live up to 100 years old, too. And we think, man, they get old. But this tortoise lived up to 190 years I want to know how they determine that because no, nobody's going to be alive long enough unless, you know, like, you know, 200 years ago, somebody's like, you know what? Let's just start tracking this guy. <laughs> And then he dies, and then his and then his son dies, you know, and then his great great grandchild's like, you know what, hundred and ninety it is. I don't know. I mean, maybe someone in Andrew Jackson's presidency kept him as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> like, so this, so what you're saying are. is this turtle was has been in the White House ever since. Yeah. Well, I mean, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been alive since Andrew Jackson, dude. That's what I'm trying to say. So, okay, on that note, we're going downhill quick. Yep. Uh, let's get to Scott Duncan's um, sermon from the other day. Yeah. Scotty did a great job, like always, uh, just transferring the word of God. My favorite preacher to listen to, and I, and I don't say that lightly. Mine too. I, I, <laughs> I see what you did there, Nate, and um, I don't like it. I'm dead serious. <laughs> um, he... Uh, he did a great job. He he talked about opportunities uh, in this new year and how, for us, you know, it, we take for granted so much in 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 this world, you know. But but God provides opportunities for us to make the best use of our time. And you know, I'm there's so many times, Nate, and I don't know if this is the way that it is for you, but there's so many times where I just catch yes. myself looking at you know, TikTok or, you know, some of these, and it's videos for me. It's just little short clips, right? And you just waste, yeah, you just waste an hour or two and you sit there and think, when you get up, you you don't feel good. You feel like a turd, man. If I knew what a turd felt like, look, (laughs) you know, felt, then that's what I would be feeling. Like that's, it. you just, you feel yucky. You feel blah. And, and, but you, we, we, we get wrapped up in these, you know, in in this need to fill, um, you know, the the instant gratification that comes from, you know, a, a quick funny, you know, video or something that that sucks us in a hole that you know that that it never gives you what you want at the end of the day, and I just think. You know, what does it look like when we make the the most of our of, of how we use our time? What does it look like when we when we you know make the most of 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 what God has blessed us with and give us? We have a we have a short time on this on this in this world to make an impact, you know. And it seems like more more than not, you know, we're squandering a lot of those opportunities. Yeah. Scott mentioned the 500 hour idea. Yeah. That, you know, most of us, we only have about 500 more hours on this earth of free time where we're not sleeping or driving to work or working. You know, 500 hours, like that's it. You know, you have to decide how to fill that and and do it with some urgency and some some, uh, intentionality. Well, and he also said, though, along with that, though, Nate, he said, hey, listen, like, you know, yes, maybe from a free time standpoint we we have that many hours but why you know why are why are we turning the things that we do like our job you know even that time we spend driving to work uh the time even we spend sleeping you know i mean you can't really utilize that any but i let me tell you what i could do better is like 
go to bed at a timely manner so that I'm getting up in the morning and being more in, in the hours where I'm most productive, like morning yeah. hours. I'm wasting because I'm sleeping as long as I can, you know? Yeah. I, there's so many things that that is healthy about a good rhythm that I can say in this season of my life, I'm not. I'm not winning in a lot of those ways, you know? Um, and and it was a challenge to to get back on the winning side of things and just really commit to God in, in that in that uh, in all those areas. So, yeah, I have the same problem too, man. Uh, I think it's a constant struggle, especially for guys around our age. You know, thirties. I mean, you're forty, about to be forty one. So, I'm a man, Nate. I know you're a man. You're forty. Uh, <laughs> so you know, around our age, like it's it's a constant challenge trying to juggle jobs and families and uh, you know, wives and, and church and just, just our faith wives. and our friends. Plural? Uh, wife. Just ignore this that, This got awkward. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Oh, getting <laughs> static. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty did a great job. So we always appreciate listening to Scotty and um, just the word that he transfers to us from uh, from Jesus. So thanks again. Uh, so, Kevin, let's get into our main topic today. I haven't even mentioned it yet. We don't know what we're talking about. Uh, I thought we did, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. He just, he has brain farts sometimes. <laughs> uh, today, we're going we're gonna to just kind of talk a little bit about fasting. Um, the 21-day fast starts, so uh, the official starting date will be Monday. Correct. Um, Sunday will be kind of the last... The Last Supper, you might say. Um, we will say. But we're, we're starting a a um, a 21-day fast as a church um, to really begin to kind of just focus more on the things that, like what Scott talked about, you know, just seeing God, um, looking for opportunities to, to honor and serve God, to, to really worship God in that time. Um, and, and really, I mean, at the end of the day, like what I believe fasting is, is a blessing, you know, you know, you, you think about the things that we allow to rule us, you know, like entertainment, um, you know, like those times where, where, we're sitting at work and just watching, you know, the the second clock tick off so we can get out of there and get home because we don't always utilize that time like we should. I, I mean, Nate, I'm, I know this is probably true for you, but like I like there are times even like I, I brought Nora to, you know, to gymnastics tonight and I, I didn't look forward to doing that, you know? Yeah. And not because I don't want to hang out with my daughter, not because I don't want to be there, right? But like... It's a, I gotta, gotta I gotta take her in. I gotta sit there, you know, but when I get there, I spent an hour talking to Chris Osborne and it was great. It was wonderful. That would be a good time. Yeah. Ainsley was there and, Mm -hmm. you know, she was doing her thing. Nora was doing her thing and, and, you know, it was a blessing. Work for me. I work for my family a lot, you know, when I'm, when I'm on the farm and even here, I, I can't say that work is not a blessing and it's not something that I want to, to give to God, but you know there are but then it seems like those those moments we get home i'm tired 
I want to sit down, I want to flip the TV on, and I just want to veg for a little bit, you know, because, I mean, you said it tonight, you're like, hey, listen, I'm giving, I'm giving this next hour up, to, but after, after this next hour, I'm shutting my head off, because I, I'm just, I'm wore out, I'm tired, yeah. you know, but here's the reality, um, Nora, this is funny, this is just a funny story that just kind of goes along with what I'm saying, so, this morning, I'm probably going to use this in my sermon. So if 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 you hear this multiple times, that's cool, why. So this this morning, I'm laying in bed, and I told everybody I wanted to sleep in. You know, kids didn't have to go to school, so that meant I didn't have to get in. I didn't have to get them up and get them on the bus and all that stuff. So I told them I was going to sleep in. Of course, th- that does that ever work for you? Nope. No, it doesn't. Okay, so seven o'clock. <clears throat> I got. I did get to sleep in at seven o'clock, but seven o'clock. I hear the kids fighting. There's three donuts left. Three little chocolate donuts for breakfast, okay? Uh-oh. Nora's got all three on her plate. So, and Paul wants one. And I'm not intervening. I'm going to let this play out. And then I'm going to have the discussion later. Nora shoves these donuts in her mouth. And I'm just listening, and I know exactly what's happening. I mean, I can just You tell. don't even have to look. No, you no, just, no. I just know, know right. Yeah. She, Nora shoves these donuts in her mouth, okay, as fast as she can, and then says, Paul, I already ate them. You know, they're all gone. And, of course, Paul's all tore up. So I get out there later, and I said, Nora, how did it make you feel? you know, that you ate those donuts and didn't share them. She said, sad. I said, yeah. I says, you know why? Well, you know, Paul Paul wanted them. He was trying to take them, and I got them on my plate first. I said, I know. I said, you weren't wrong. I said, but how did you feel? Well, I felt sad. I said, do you know why? She said, no. I said, because... It's always better to give than to take, even if it's yours. Like, that's the way God made you. You feel sad because God didn't make you to take and eat. God made you to give. And when you give, you always feel better. When you sacrifice, you always feel better. Like, it will always be the thing that that lifts you up, that encourages you and other people. It's a blessing to do that. And And... You know, I think about, I think about like the things that we allow to get in our way to where we're taking, consuming, eating, shoving them in my in our mouths so that we don't miss out. And the Lord's just saying, "I just want you to give." You know, I went to gymnastics. I sat there. I had a good time. You know, I I I. It was a sacrifice to do that. You know, I, I love my daughter and I want her to participate in these things. But at the end of the day, like participating and doing those things instead of doing something for myself, it doesn't feel like it's going to be rewarding, but it always is, man. It yeah. always is. Yeah, it is, man. And so I, let me bring this full circle, okay? And so like when we, we talk about doing a fast, like what are we talking about? Like what are we trying to do? What we're trying to do is get to the brass tacks of the reality that we allow things in our life to rule us, to control us, to motivate us, 
to push us into a certain thing, to do a certain thing, to desire a certain thing, to go after a certain thing, and say, nope, that's what I do, but, but that's not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is say, God, you first. And we're doing it in the most basic way we can. And that's saying, hey, listen, stomach, like you don't, you don't rule me. You don't control me. You don't have me. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to commit this time to, to, to getting you out of the throne of my life and putting God there instead. Yeah. Now, you know, there's multiple ways to do that, but that's, that's the basis of it. That's, that's the basics of, of what we're trying to accomplish is say, God, get in your rightful spot in my life, you know? Um, and, and I've, I, you know, I talk about, we talk about it so many times, uh, stop making entertainment, let entertainment be a God, stop letting this other thing be a God. We, we talk about this all the time on the show. And the reality is like, in a lot of ways, we never really do anything about it. And this is a very getting to the basics and saying, no, every time my, my, my belly rumbles, I'm going to think on God. I'm going to open my Bible and I'm going to read scripture. I'm going to pray. And I'm just going to give that time to him. You know, that, that's what this is about. You know, it's not about a diet. If, if you're doing it because you want to go on a diet, then you're not doing it for the right reasons. It's not about a diet. It's not about you. It's not about vanity. Okay, that's a completely different issue, right? It's about taking time to focus on God. And when we do that, just like with Nora, what we're going to discover is it's always going to be more of a blessing to walk through that, the hell I think that can be created sometimes from depriving ourselves of things to walk through the the hell of that is going to be more of a blessing than to do what you want to do, which is take another bite. Yeah. You know, eat a little ice cream before you go to bed. That's been, that's been a killer lately. Yeah. Or a bowl of cereal. Do you Same. do that much? The bowl of cereal? Uh, I'm more of like uh like uh trail mix. Before. Trail mix. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That really packed on the pounds this past year. <laughs> Uh, I, have a, I have a similar story. It kind of it ended differently, though. Uh, <laughs> so in my robotics class, I have a girl that like constantly hurts herself somehow. She like cuts her finger on a metal chassis or she's cutting something. She's wearing safety glasses, but still a, a metal shard gets up in her eye. And uh, I had this running joke, like I had to put it on the board, you know, this many days without a, an incident in robotics, right? Like one of those... You know, yeah, they OSHA do thing. So they do that. We we when we take grain to like Cargill. Yeah, they've got like, you know, since the last accident, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. three hundred and some that's days. Exactly yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah. So I said, look, if you can make it just ten days without hurting yourself, I'll get you donuts from Batter Up. So oh. she did. Okay, and I bring I bring two dozen donuts in for for my robotics class in the morning. But I said, look, guys, you can have these donuts. You can have any donut you want. But that apple fritter over there from Batter Up, that's mine. <laughs> that's that is the mine. opposite of what I'm saying. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So there is, I, there's a, you said like the word vanity, selfishness, you know, that's what I think this fast, you know, is, is trying to help us overcome. Yeah. I, you know, we're, we're focused. Because I love my apple fritters. Well, not, it's not just apple fritters though, man. I mean... Have you ever tried? Have you? Ever, I mean, you've dieted before. Have you dieted before? Nope. Never. 
Are you messing? Are you being silly? No, you've I swear. never like you've never said, you know what, I'm not gonna eat this. I'm not gonna do okay, this. Okay, well, yeah, but I don't consider that a diet necessarily. I might do that like one night. I'm not gonna eat sweets. But it's never like an intentional like week or two where I'm gonna say, Hey, I'm not gonna eat any fatty foods. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another rabbit hole. I don't hole even right know there. what to say. <laughs> okay. Well, how old are you? Thirty one. That's why. <laughs> Um, so uh, this is what I would, I would absolutely say this. Okay. And I would even challenge you because we talked a little bit about like, you know, what your fast is going to be. Um, I I would challenge anyone, even if your fast is going to be social media. Okay. You know, if you participate with us, and I would challenge anybody that's listening right now, like, this is important. Start with us on Monday. Do this. Do this. For the right reasons. For God, not because you want to lose a little weight. Okay? That's that's not right. Do it for God, not because, you know, you want, you. oh, God will bless me if I do this. That's not. That's not the motivation. The motivation is God alone. Okay? So, I do it for the right reasons. And, and it will be a blessing. I promise you that. Uh, just don't let that be the motivation. Um... But regardless of what you do, I I would incorporate in this some form of, you know, whether it be like you say 12 hours or 20, you know, 12 hours, okay? I'm going to at, at, at lunch today, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to eat lunch and then I'm not going to eat dinner for this reason, you know, or maybe you do a whole day, Okay. Sure. Or you maybe you do. I'm going to skip dinner and I'm going to skip breakfast and then I'll I'll eat lunch again the next day. I don't I don't care what. Where you're just drinking water in that time. If you can do it longer, like I cha- I I do it for this reason because I say it for this reason because because I think there. Are, I mean I've taught. I know I've had conversations with like very godly people who have straight up said, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that." And you know, my question is why. You know, not it's not commanded. Okay, fasting is not commanded in the Bible. One hundred percent not. You know what else isn't command is not commanded in the Bible? Tithing. Do you think it's okay? That's not? true. I've never heard. Uh, I've never heard any verses that. It doesn't say you have to do have this. To do ten percent right? tithing. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Okay, it, it says it says give. It, it talks about it. This this, but it's not commanded. It's not said. You know, you have to do this. It, you know, it's, it's something the early church did and, and as a precedent for us, like we do it too, but like it's not commanded for us. But do you give, Nate? Try to. Okay. Uh, do you feel like you should give? Absolutely. Do you feel like you have the same um, motivation to give that you do to fast? Uh, I mean, I, I really like food. Um, I really like money too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Both are hard. I think so. I don't know if I can put one over the other. Well, like in terms of like difficulty. Right. And and I agree. They can both be really hard sometimes. But probably, especially in the way that we talk about giving here, because we talk about giving, you're giving, you need to feel it. If you don't feel it, then you're not, then it's not, you're not really doing it. Fasting. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would say this. I would say in our culture, it is way easier for people to throw money at something Absolutely. than it is for them to say, hey, listen, I'm going to sacrifice you know, food for a day or two or 21. Yeah. 
and and I just I think I think I think we have to think about that to an extent because because what I think the reason that is is because we do get wrapped up culturally in this <laughs> you you stop eating won't even just for one meal you know you do it and do it because you want to honor God with that and you wait and see what happens I promise you dude you're you all you will think about I mean what what the only thing you you your mind will be on is every commercial you watch will be food you'll walk over and the ki- my my daughter never offers to give me anything candy wise anything like that like not 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 very often tonight I was just saying hey listen I'm gonna take a few hours I'm just gonna I'm just I'm not gonna eat right then she offers me a piece of a Kit Kat and I'm like no she's like dad yes you just you t- no you gotta eat please don't yeah yeah I mean again it's 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 something is going to is gonna get in your way and gonna try to derail that yeah. you know what God wants to because because the enemy you know there's a lot of ways the enemy um, maybe doesn't fully have us he's got your stomach dude yeah. He's got oh it. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it's not just yeah. you. You know, I'm not, I'm not just, you know, I'm not just picking on you. I'm saying every one of us he's got us. Absolutely. In some way. I mean, that, for some maybe that, it's the reverse. Maybe it's they're starving themselves. Right. Yeah. And he's got them, dude. Yep. So I just think it's I think it's a practice. This is what I'd say. If you've never done it before, then do it for a day. Maybe it's just in this fast you say, "Okay, every Monday I won't eat." You know, if you if if spiritually like you can go more further than that, then do it two days. If you can go a little bit, then do it three days. I I, I think if you not if you're not used to and it's not something like that you that you do all the time, or I mean that you've done before and where you can't, then I think you know be careful going much more than that. But I, I just I feel like even if you're fasting from social media, even if you're fasting from TV, even if you're fasting from something else, that piece is is such. A significant, eye-opening experience that I that I feel like it's something that that that, that we should all try to incorporate in that. Uh, again, ask questions. We're we're going to be sending out a paper with several different ways. One of them is a Daniel fast, which is very similar to what what you're going to try to do. Was essentially a Daniel fast is nuts, fruits, vegetables is all you eat for mm-hmm. 21 days, um, and and that's a really good. You know, that's going to be hard, you know, in and of yeah. itself. It's going to be a very difficult thing to do. No meats and sweets. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I threw around a few things. Um, like, I, I've, um, like I I threw around, you know, taking a look at how much money I spend on things that I don't need to spend on over a three-week period of time and, and don't spend money on that. And then to take it one step farther at the end, take that money and donate it to something somehow. Like now, now you could go some places with, with that one. Not only are you sacrificing something, but in the end, like you said, what's the greatest thing you can do? You yeah. can give. Yeah. Right. Um, so that might be something next year. Maybe we, we talk about, you know, individually or as a church. Um, but in the end I thought, you know, what, what's my weakness? Like I love food, man. I love it. So, and what are, what are the two things that I love, you know, in terms of categories, food, I love meat, I love seafood, I love chicken, pork, steak, you name it. Like I love it. And then I love sweets. Like 
I can't go a day without eating some sort of sugar. Like I'll, I'm one of those people, like I'll shake a little bit. Like I just feel, I feel off, you know, without getting something in me like that. So yeah, that was ultimately like, that's, that's going to be painful. It's going to suck. But you know, if, if Jesus can go into the desert and, uh, and conquer the devil, I can do this, hopefully. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, and I you Pray know, we, we, we say that nonchalantly, but it's not. It's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, it is. Um, I think anything we decide to do along this, along these lines, like, can be something that can be, a, you know, a blessing to us, but you know, be done in such a way to honor and glorify God, and in, in a in a real compelling way. And and I think it's important to consider that. Um, and and. But I think it's I think it's important. I think it's I think it's something that we neglect. I think it's something that, like the church as a whole, at least the the, the church in 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 this nation has, you know, has has neglected, um, and 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 really ignored. And I think I really feel like we there is deep spiritual growth that can take place in someone's life um, when they make this a part of their of their of their spiritual practices and, and so I challenge you to I challenge you to wherever you are in this you know like Nate you know with the Daniel fast do do that absolutely but incorporate you know you know a full fast in that not a full fast it'd be a you know just a fast which I think uh, a full fast is no water um, and that is actually a thing no water no food for three days yeah can you imagine no i i (laughs) yeah it's a big deal it is um so uh, incorporate that piece that that no food for for a time piece um and for the right reasons so what are the what are the right reasons what do you think just just pick your brain what are the right reasons to fast well i mean the the word that always pops up to me is is just sacrifice um, you know, like I think of, I think of monks, like for, for instance, like the, the Franciscan monks, monks, like why do they, why do they live the lifestyle they live? It's to essentially cut out distractions so they can focus on the one and only thing they should be focusing on. Um, what's the sacrifice that they're making? They're living a life of silence, of, you know, you're not going to have sex, even with a wife. You're not going to partake in alcoholic beverages. You're not going to, you're not going to eat foods that, you know, tickle your taste buds. You're going to eat crap for the rest of your life, essentially. And that's the sacrifice you make so that you can grow closer to God. So ultimately, at least, I mean, through my limited knowledge of fasting that's the thing that sticks out to me the most. What What would you say from your from your standpoint? Because because you bring up a good point, I want to go back to it. Like just from the the monk standpoint, because I think part of the reason we have we look down even on you know depriving ourselves from food for you know any time. For, it was for the for some of the reasons you said. We look at that and we see flagellation, which is people punishing themselves. That's not spiritual or good. That's that's unhealthy, 
right? And so, and some monks did that, like they would abuse right. that and they would flagellate themselves and, and they would, you know, you see the extreme cases where they take whips and they beat their backs and yep. things like that. That That's ugly and, and it gives us an ugly taste to this thing. And so we look, we think of fasting and we think, well, that's unhealthy. We look at fasting and say, well, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that to your body. Dude. Very different. We associate. We associate things, with that. Right. But. But it is not the same. Very, very different. Because fasting is is a practice um, that we see in Scripture. That the science behind it, we're already talking science, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. But the science behind it is it's it's actually extremely healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I so, mean, I, it, it's it's just simply you know your body is a temple. When you whip yourself, you're destroying that temple. Yeah. And and scarring that temple. But that's not what fasting is. Yeah. When you're fasting, you're essentially building that temple back up stronger. Exactly. And and going from a spiritual standpoint, like God God designed us, He created us. He implemented fasting as 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 a spiritual practice for us. We see that. We see Jesus do it. Um and 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 he gave it to us as a way, another way, just another way to bless. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about all the ways these food in and of itself is a blessing. Being able to eat, he gave us taste buds, he gave us smell, you know, he gave us sight where we can enjoy food. But but he wants us to enjoy it in the right manner. And right. and in the culture that we are today with obesity and all the things, the way that we worship food, it's become another God. And 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 this is just one way to release ourselves from those things in the most basic way. What, what what's the central thing in everything we do you know you go to a football game you go to a get together you just go out to eat right it's it's kind of the centralized thing we put in our yeah, society yeah when people say they're going to get together and there's not going to be food i usually don't show up i don't either <laughs> <laughs> but if they're going to have food point proven <laughs> but yeah you're right man like it does and and it is and um so again relation takes kind of a backseat it does words. it does i you know i think i think when we're there the relationship stuff becomes the more important piece after we, you know, gorge out, Feed stuff ourselves, yeah. you know, uh, whatever else. Um, but, but again, I think, I th- and I think, I mean, and I don't want to like make it sound like eating and feasting is a bad thing. I mean, God has told us like, Hey, there are times for, for you to celebrate, eat and be merry, yeah. you know, but we, we have taken that to an extreme. I think you 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 hit on this, and I and and this is why I'd say the number one reason that anybody would fast from anything is you know is to bring glory to God, to glorify God, to 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 put Him back in His rightful place. Think about we're starting a new year here. You know we're we're going into 2022, and we talk about a lot of spiritual things. You know, on this show, we talk a lot about spiritual things in our small groups and in our Sunday school classes. We talk about a lot of spiritual things. You know, on Sunday mornings in our sermons, we sing about these things, and and a lot of times, Nate, tell me I'm wrong in your life. It ends up just being talk. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm guilty of it 100%. And, and I'm not, you know, that doesn't make us 
bad people. You're 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 a good guy. I'm a good guy. Like we do good things, but a lot of times, even the the reasons that we do good things are motivated by selfishness. You know, some of the relationships. Like yes, we 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 have those relationships um, because we can be a blessing and they can be a blessing to us. But I, you know, even in even you go to like the most basic, even in our marriages. When you get down to it, a lot of it is like, what can I get out of this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and Absolutely. so, like, and that is wrong, man. That is wrong. And and we get in this rut, the series we're in right now, Stuck in a Rut. We get in this rut in life where we allow all these other things to to just stick us in this place to where we don't really see breakthrough. I believe with all my heart that fasting is an avenue for breakthrough if the reason that we do the fast is to make God center and to bring glory to his name um, and to go after that. You're going to see your weaknesses. All the things that are kind of covered up in our everyday living They'll be exposed. Just, they're, they're exposed, man. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a big way, you will wake up to what's really going on. That That's what this can do. And, and I am. I'm, I'm really passionate about this because I really do think in our culture, like, we're not doing this stuff. And I think it's stupid not to. It's, uh, it's consumed before all else. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know, like, going into day seven of this... <laughs> I'm going to be grumpy, man. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm going to be grumpy. So, but I mean, yeah, Kevin, you hit on a lot of good points there. Um, you know, it's really in the end, it's a relational thing. You know, how is what I'm doing, what I'm sacrificing, how is that glorifying God? And how is that showing my love for him and his love for me? I think that's really the ultimate, the ultimate focus here. Um, you know, Kevin, I did want to ask you this, you know, if someone is wanting to do a fast, um, I know, I know last year you, I mean, you did it, man. Like I, I, we, Randy and I legitimately prayed for you one night. Cause like I knew one day after like seeing you, you were just, your eyes were like shrunken in almost like you were just, I didn't, I down, didn't make man. it very long. I, I, I don't know. You made it. I mean, you made it several days, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, so so anyway, what would you tell a person who wants to fast, whether or not they go to that level or yeah? So less? I, again, I I think you gotta I you know I I I'm out one side of my mouth. I can be a little easy on people uh, when it comes to this, and and so here's here's this side of it being easy. I think I think something like social media, something like TV, um, something like sweets, uh, something like alcohol, something like, you know, those things, not that they're easy, that's what I'm saying, but those are kind of like, you know, stepping stones, okay? Yeah. Um, but I think that you, they have to be stepping stones, okay? Uh, because I think, you know, outside of medical issues that can arise, diabetics, 
I mean, that would be, I don't know how that would even work. I don't, I don't know if you're a diabetic, you could even do it. I don't know if it would be sure. safe. I mean, you got, at the end of the day, if you got outlier health issues, like you need to consult a doctor about this. There are if, other things you can. Right, yeah. right. But I think at the end of the day, like it's just like reading your Bible, right? Like have, have you, are you know, they got all the apps and stuff out now, like read your Bible in a year thing. Have you ever done that? Uh, yeah, I did the New Testament in a year. Yeah. Okay. And so, it was it was tough. It, it is. It is. I mean, any of that stuff. Okay. So, but but hopefully one year you do that, and then you're you're building on that, right? Yeah. Hopefully your prayer life starts out this way, but you're building on that. Hopefully, like you know, you visit church, but then you're building into being involved in a church and and involved in ministries. Hopefully, you're starting relationships that where spiritual growth is involved, but then you're building that into you know where you're really sharpening one another. Mm-hmm. I I think. I think there's got to be, the, you've got to decide where the starting point is for you. And so I'd say last year, if your thing was, I'm going to give this thing up, I'm going to give that thing up, you know, I'm going to do, then this year it needs to be a stepping stone in, into a bigger thing, you know. And so how, how what does it look like? So if you decide to do like, like you know, the a Daniel fast, okay, then then you, you need to, even the day's, leading up to that begin to condition your body like so you're going to be going without caffeine and if you drink a lot of tea or coffee like you probably need to start eliminating that a few days before you start this fast or you're going to have screaming headaches like you just are i mean that's just that's just a reality it's just the basic idea of a withdrawal exactly i mean it will fade like anything, you know, but your body is full of toxins that you're feeding it all the time. How many times have you eaten at McDonald's this week, any? Uh, this week none. Okay. Is it is that normal? I don't eat there a lot, man. Well, just fast food in general. No? Not a lot. Look at surprisingly. Look. Surprisingly. But donuts everyone. I still eat a lot of crap. Oh okay. yeah. I still eat a lot of crap. But, but you know, you think about food. all the crap that we put in our bodies, man. Right, absolutely. When if if you're fasting, your body will begin to purge those things mm-hmm. naturally. And so that can look really ugly, you know, from a feeling standpoint when you're coming down off those things. And so I think you have to take that in consideration. Yeah. I think you start small because you're, you're just going to discourage yourself. I, you know, last year we talked about that. And, and, and here's the thing. This is a corporate fast, so we can, we can have more of a discussion about it than we could if we were doing just a fast on our own. And a fast on our own is is private. It's something where, you know, on the, you you shouldn't you shouldn't talk about it. outside of maybe, you know, some guys that you're that you're just right trying to help encourage and build you through that. Mm-hmm. But even last year we talked about just talking about it and sharing it and we decided to do that on the podcast. But it's that's not what it's about, you know, because because the Bible even says, "Hey, listen, you you know, you want you want do you want God's glory in your life or do you want the glory that other people can give you? Share it. Talk about it. And then people will say, oh, you're amazing. Well, that's that's what you get. That's what God says. That's what you get. That's your that's your blessing. Yeah. Is that other people, oh, wow, look how amazing you are. You know, that's not what it's about. And so, so I think starting small, I think, you know, missing a meal, um, missing a couple meals, then going a day, um, I, I know I heard one story where a guy went for an entire year and every Monday was, I, I'm going to fast every Monday. And so he did that in, at the beginning of the year, it was very vain. He realized as a year went on, 
w- w- the reason for fasting shifted and changed to where it became a really spiritually growing process for him. And so again, don't discourage yourself. Don't don't start. You know, don't bite off more than you can take. Um, make it something you build on, but then build on it, you know? And I would say, I would say even this, if, you know, right now it's corporate, it's a little bit easier to do it as a group and and to have a focus and and to be praying about certain things. And that's good. But, but make sure that, that through the year, it's, it's maybe not an entire year before you try to do something again. Right. Just personally do something, you know? Um, just say, just, just, you know, that week, you know what? Like, Lord, you know, I'm praying about this. I'm thinking about this. I'm going to take a day and I'm just not going to eat. And I'm just going to, I'm going to give this day to you and just focus it on you and just recalibrate a little bit. Um, but, but that's, so that's why I'd say I, I start small. If, if you're past that point, if you've done that already, if you want to expand it to, to, to something like three days, I think there's some real spiritual growth that can happen. It's going to be, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be painful at times, but it's, it's going to be a blessing. I think you can go even further than that. You can go seven days. You know, I think you're going to see, you know, just some, you know, I I read in in Celebration of Discipline by uh, Richard J. Foster. It's an incredible book. He talks about fasting and he said, you want to see like some incredible spiritual growth in your life? Fast for seven days you know, from food, just, just water for seven days. He said, your life will never be the same after that. And and it's the truth, you know? I mean, but <clears throat> I think as, as Christians, like, let's not, let's not sell ourselves short and let's not, let's not give ourselves a break on this. Like our, our role in this is to be moving closer to God and how, you know, if, if, if your runners, if you were just easy on your runners and they just did the bare minimum, how good is that team going to be, you know, at the end of the year when the state, when the states come up, they're going to get blown out of the water. They won't even make it there. Exactly. Okay. But, but, but you're pushing, you're driving, you're motivating, you're moving. You're right there beside them. Part of your motivation is I'm going to run beside you and I'm going to, I want to challenge you to do this. Right. And so in those times you're, you're in, you're in pretty good shape because you're sitting there running and, and conditioning with them to try to motivate them. Mm-hmm. Are we doing those things spiritually? In a lot of ways, we're not, man, mm-hmm. you know? We're doing the basic. We're listening to a, a podcast. We're we're listening to a sermon, and that's as far as it goes. We're reading the. We'll, we'll flip the Bible up every once in a while. We'll read the devotion every once in a while. Maybe we'll find a good book and we'll read through it and think, feel pretty good about ourselves spiritually. That's not what God calls us to. He's calling us to something deeper and more radical. And I think this is one of those ways that we can kind of begin to peel away and expose those things. And bring those things to the surface that are holding us back from that. Um, so that 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 would be what I'd say. But but maybe <clears throat> if this is your first time you've ever done something, social media, uh, entertainment, um, you know, sweets, something like that. That's a good way just to get yourself going on this. But don't let that be the end all be all. Yeah. Then what's the next step after that? And then what's the next step after that? And continue to to challenge yourself and push yourself further along the path. Uh, and I'm talking about this, you know, you know, on a full stomach, you know, I'm, I'm talking about this with, without all those other things and problems that are coming along with this right now, you know, next week, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be different, you know, and, and the week after that's going to be even different than that. And so uh, again, understand that this is, this is a huge challenge. It's a big ask, but I'm not asking because, because I think 
that it can just be a good thing and a healthy thing for you. I think it can be. I think you. I think we can really see. I think we can really see spiritual breakthrough in our lives, and as a church and corporately. Um, I think. I, I. I think it can happen. So I know it can happen. Absolutely. One. One guy said it like this. He said, "Fasting is feasting spiritually." You know, you're, 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 you know, feasting we think of as like a buffet line, right? That's a feast, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good, right? Oh, yeah. But, but what this guy says essentially is like fasting is, is feasting spiritually on the right things, you know, not the things that are just going to slug us. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's also your body feasting on itself. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully in like the love ha- handle area. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. That that would be a good answer. What's some other questions that just you just naturally come to mind for you when when you think about like fasting? Oh, how much longer do I have? <laughs> well, I don't know. What where are we at on time? I can't even see. Uh no, I'm, I'm just like that's my question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I that's no, that's a good question. Um you know, last year I, I gave up, I'll be honest, I gave up alcohol mm-hmm. and, you know, that was not easy for me either. Um, I guess the questions were, you know, like, I, I guess, you know, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't as difficult as something, giving up something life-sustaining like food. Right, right. Right. So that was why this year I did want to go. I guess was something that I knew would challenge me a lot more. Absolutely. Um, so I guess my biggest question was at the end of it, like how can I go a little bit farther? What else can I sacrifice? And ultimately how, how is that going to help me in my relationship and my walk? Uh, what did you see last year? Ultimately that's what it was. What was it? So I know you say you feel like that maybe it, you know, it wasn't, you know, a hard thing to do, but I mean, there, there's a, it wasn't overly hard, right? Like, right. It was difficult, but it did wasn't, you, did, did you find, you just looking back at it, did you find, did you see spiritual growth? Absolutely. In what ways? Like, can you be, can you be specific on like, just what you remember, like, like sensing or feeling? There was just a sense of focus of determination. Um, not only in just like, Hey, I'm just going to prove to myself that I can do it because I'm, I'm awesome and I'm a man and I'm going to do it. Right. Like there was just a focus that, Hey, Jesus came down to earth. He did all this. He didn't have to do it. Just like we don't have to fast and we don't have to tithe. You know, if we want to be more like him, maybe this is something I should try. Yeah. You know, so that's ultimately, I think one of the focal points of what I was thinking during that. No, that's good, man. Now this year I'm hoping my my thoughts stay a little bit more positive and a little bit more focused. Uh but I know it's going to definitely be more difficult. Yeah. Good. So I um so we've talked to the kids a little bit about <clears throat> what they're going to do um and we're riding over here and I said I said, "Nora, have you have you prayed about or ha- do you know what you're going to fast from? And she's like, well, she said, I'm going to, I'm going to fast from TV, but Paul don't, Paul's not going to do it. 
So I don't know. And I said, well, this is not about Paul. This is just you. She said, okay, well, TV and sweets. She goes, well, you know what? Just TV. <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, that's okay. I said, have you, have you prayed about it? Have you prayed about like what the Lord wants you to do? And she's like, right now? I said, yeah. I said, you know, don't pray out loud. I said, just right now, just, you know, in your head, ask God what he would like for you to fast from. And I'm thinking, you know, I'll give her a few days and she'll get back to me. She's like, she's like 30 seconds later, he told me TV and sweets. I said, I said, okay. And the iPad. And I'm like, okay, for how long? She says, two years. <laughs> he said, whoa. I said, let's, I said, let's take that back. I said, you know, maybe shorter time. Yeah. She said to, I said, did you Let's keep it realistic? Here. I said, did you ask God? And she pauses for a minute and she prays and she comes back and she says, he, he said, I can do it however long I want. And I'm like, Lord, are you really speaking to her like this quickly? Cause like, she's way like more connected to you than I am, she's you know, like specific. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, I mean, she's God like, like, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> she said, uh, but I'm going to do, I want to do two weeks. And I was like, okay. I said, that's going to be really hard. I said, but I think that'll be good, you know? And I don't know how well she'll do with this, you know? But, you know, if you have kids, find a way to incorporate this them in this. You know, use it, use the, the extra time that you're going to have not doing some of the things that you're doing before. If, if before you would have meals together, you're not going to have that. And so, you know, will you have time, though, to, to have those conversations within that, you know, mm-hmm. about this, about, like, what's God saying to you? Like, how's, you know, what, what where's he leading you? What's, what's that? I mean, what, what you learn, and just like with that conversation, I'm sitting here like, Wow, God, you know, that's, that's incredible. Like you're, you're, you're communicating to her, you're, you're motivating her in some way to, to sense you and see you in this and like to have those conversations and allow her to, like for Nora, it was allowing her to say, you know what, like you don't have to make this decision just based on your own ability to, to decide this, but like call God in this area. It's like with Paul, like, you know, I told him one time, I said, Paul, I said, I said, uh, when you're struggling, when you're having a hard time, when you're when you're sensing fear, like you need to be praying. This kid, just out of the blue, you know, just will be just normal day. And Paul just like, Father God, I love you, uh, Lord. You know, please, you know, take take away my fear in this area. And he'll name something. I'm like, okay, so like he took that literally, and he's doing that. He's incorporating that in his life. He's building a practice now, early in his life that will carry him through some of the most difficult things that he'll ever walk through. And he's doing it in such a small little thing, right? You know, these fears that he has is like the winds blowing. God, you know, please don't let it storm tonight. And sometimes like God says, okay. And like, it doesn't storm that night, you know, that it, when it was supposed to, or something, it's silly things like that. But then yeah. you're like, Hey, listen, God answered. Now the, the other question, the other things we have to talk about is then when, when God says, no, I'm going to go ahead and let, allow the storm to come anyway, Yeah, but I'm going to be here for you. And then you sit there and, and you have those conversations too. But it's, there's some really good learning opportunities, not only for your kids, but for you in this mm-hmm. to incorporate them in this man, we're, we're over time, I think. Right. Are we over? We're never over. <laughs> We're never over. We have to start wrapping this up. Um, but I, you know, again, I, the, so those are the some of the some of the things we think about. You know, um, for for what we're doing and the motivation for doing those things. Um, 
you know, think think about First Corinthians six. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. You know, that that's that's a big deal in this. We cannot be enslaved by our stomachs. We cannot be enslaved by these things that that, that we're fasting from, that God's laying on our hearts. Let's take some time, break away from that, and begin to just lean into him more in this time. Let's pray for one another. You know, if you start feeling pain or a struggle through this, think about some of the the hardships other people are going through in, in there and theirs too. Let's encourage and love each other. Find a few people in the church that you talk to, that you that you're growing with, that you can that you can have a conversation with, that you can have a text group with, and just build into each other, encourage each other in this time. This can be an extremely powerful moment for all of us. Let's let's make it that, man. Let's do it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, uh, um, Kevin, if you don't mind, I'll close this out in prayer, man. Let's do it. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for allowing us to come here for the first time in 2022. Um, Thank you for the relationships that we continue to build during this. Um, We thank you that uh, you are using us as a medium um, to spread uh, your love and your hope and um, just all the all the wonderful things you give us and and abilities you give us uh, on a daily basis, Lord. Thank you that you give us opportunities like this to fast so that we can come closer to you and we can come uh, closer together and support one another through difficult times. Um, Lord, we just pray that for the next uh, three weeks or three and a half weeks or really however long you want to uh, fast or feel like Um, You need someone to fast, Lord. We pray that you are there with us and with them as well. Uh, It's in your heavenly name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, man. Well, we'll uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So be on the lookout, guys. Like and subscribe. LCC's podcast, Pursuit of Purpose. Thanks for tuning in again. Kevin, any last-minute thoughts? Who day? Who day? (laughs) (laughs) Go Bungles. (laughs) See you guys. Later.